Hello and welcome back fellow riders on Bus Talk, a podcast about work-life issues which crowd our minds each day. Myth-busting into reality, Bus Talk shares stories, anecdotes, observations, some tips and tricks to better your work-life balance or lack thereof. Simply put, it's a straight talk to help you cope with various work-life situations without having to reinvent the wheel. And yes, there is a lot of traffic, so it does take time. We go slow, steady and at our own pace. If this is what piques your interest, you're on the right bus. So sit back, turn up the volume and enjoy the ride. I'm your host GB and you're listening to Bus Talk. In today's ride, we must talk about breaking mental barriers. And this one goes out to all you sales folks out there. You know the pressures that you go through, the forecast pressures, the quota management, the deal closes, the order booking, the CRM updates, what have you. There are the following business reviews. And if you have missed your numbers, God help. So this is one such story that I'll share today, which at least made me sit up and think and become what I call sales tough. You know, you become mentally tough to break all barriers, to stop all self-limiting, self-imposed barriers. And so this theme or this episode is called as Be Unstoppable. To better explain this, I've got to give you the setting first. So close your eyes and visualize this setting. Think of a conference room, picture a big conference room. You have a senior management sales leader and his four directs. So there's a senior management leader, say the VP of sales, four sales directors who each, of course, have a team which is not in this conference room. And the time of... This meeting is early in the morning. It's the day after the previous fiscal got over. And why are we meeting this morning, just the day after the fiscal got over? Because the team missed the forecast. So this situation is where the head of sales is meeting his sales managers the day after Q4. So the review is for Q1, day one. And so the meeting begins. Now, each of these sales directors, sales managers who are seated, they are fearing a huge backlash. They are thinking there is going to be a tough love conversation. You missed a forecast. The sales leader has summoned you early in the morning on the first day of the new fiscal. This is clearly going to be a bloodbath, as is the case in many places around the sales fraternity. And so everybody's stone cold. They are quiet. And after this few moments of silence, the sales leader begins and says, first up, thank you. Thank you for a great job done. And yes, we missed our numbers, but I'm sure you did your best, that you all put in your hard work, effort and sacrifice to get to where we did eventually. But the reality is we did fall short. 
after he finished this statement the opening remarks there was no response from the sales team they were all quiet all anticipating and counting and uh, you know the their moments looking at the watch thinking this is about to happen the inevitable is inevitable tirade is going to unleash anytime soon and they were all bracing up mentally so the body language was almost closed think of people seated with folded arms uh, clutched palms and they were some of them were looking aimlessly at the laptop some were just blankly staring at the whiteboard and so the atmosphere was morose so the sales leader who you know was seeing all this and at that moment he tried to do something different so instead of going down the barrage of tirades and you could have done this or you could have done that and why didn't you and why did you not he shifted the gears to focus on the current situation so what he said was friends i want you to think about today and forget about yesterday number 1 number 2 tell me what help do you need to make this year better than the year gone by suddenly there was this small moment where there was a ray of hope amongst the people seated they looked up and they were still skeptical and they were still quiet and often times the cynicism takes the better of your body language they said yes sir but last year i am i will acknowledge that i could have done this better and the sales leaders stopped him said, stop i don't want to talk about the year gone by what are we as a unit going to do differently than what we did the year before again after a few minutes of silence the team spoke up well i will plan better i will manage the region territory better i'll have a word with the team i'll be a tougher taskmaster you know the usual drill and you know as if the people were ticking boxes of what to say that's when the sales leader had a stop press moment when you say stop press means stop everything else look up and listen to me so he said friends this year we are going to do 70% year on year this year our numbers are 70% yoy year over year the expression on the faces of the sales managers was something that i perhaps can't articulate in words but i guess you can imagine the nonverbal communication that was going between the four of them was this manager is gone cuckoo right he has completely lost it he is perhaps under shock doesn't know what he's talking about and some of these senior leaders don't understand what the ground realities are they just come here take a review give some high level gyan and the soldiers bear the brunt and we have to liaise with the team the partners the customers and and so on so forth so just just doesn't get it and of course they were maintaining the decorum and so they didn't 
you know, voice it out, but that was the look on the face. And so the manager paused. He didn't utter anything further. You know, there was this uncomfortable two, three minute awkward silence in the room where the words hung in the air. 70%, 70, 70% YOY. So the manager gave it a few minutes to sink in and then spoke again. So now you guys tell me, if we had to do 70% YOY, what are the three things that you need from me? Again, there was silence. So the manager rephrased the conversation and represented the same content, saying, if we had to do 70%, give me 10 things to do. I need you to give me 10 things to do. What could be those 10 things? By this time, the pressure, the anticipation, the confusion, the bizarre statement, everything was building up inside the head of these four guys. And one of them just stood up and said, Sir, this is not possible. It's impossible. It will not happen. I said, why? I said, I don't have enough headcount. I'm already two people under. I said, okay, what else? I said, well, we don't have enough sales contests. I said, okay, what else? Then he went blank. It was almost like out of syllabus. So the, so the manager rephrased and said, so what you're saying is, if I give you two more headcounts and give you some budget to run a sales contest, you will exit the year with a 70% YOY. Is that it? Then immediately the other two who were seated, they got up and then they said, no, 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 sir, that's not what he's saying. All he's saying is it's not possible. So why is it not possible again? He said, sir, the market is growing 10%, 12%. How can we do 70%? Then the manager said, that's not the question. The question is to do 70%. What are the 5, 7, 10 things you want me to do? Give me my task list. This put the team in quandary. They came up with two, three things. They mumbled something, more accounts, better patch, better resource, this or that. And to which the answer was yes by the manager. Said, okay. The tricky road was that they couldn't come up with more than four or five items to ask for to do 70%. So the manager said, so basically, the smartest minds in this room, arguably the best talent that the country has to offer as top tech sales talent is telling me that they only have four things to ask of me as a sales leader and they are clueless about what are the six other things that they could have asked me. And this put the sales team under a lot of pressure that they knew where this conversation was headed to and they were, couldn't do much about it. So the manager said, I will sanction budget. I will give you this additional headcount for you to hire. And if you need access to some marquee accounts, happy to give access to them. I'll ask my uh, sales ops to release 
those two or three accounts from DNCs, as in do not calls, and, and give them to your people. So do I have a commitment from you that you will exit at 70% YOY? The teams obviously came back and did not agree to that. They said, no, sir, it's not possible. However, they could not also give why it's not possible. And they just said, sir, you do not understand the ground realities. The manager went back and said, you explain the ground realities and be a part of the solution. Or are you going to continually be a part of the problem? So I'll fast forward to the end result of the year. And this will surprise you, my friends. And so at the end of this conversation, the sales managers, of course, didn't agree for 70% YOY. But they did exit the year at a 27% YOY, way above the market trends for that year. I think the market trends for that year were around 15, 13 or 15%. Each of them or went over and above what they did not only the previous year, they wiped out the deficit and as a cumulative collective unit ended the year at a 27% YOY. Phenomenal achievement by the same team which had missed the forecast. Clearly, this was such a big turnaround and so everybody questioned what happened? What did you guys do differently? And their answer was very simple. They said, we didn't do anything differently. We just made ourselves unstoppable. We were undeniable. We never said no. We said yes to everything that we needed to get the thing done. And that made us go farther into a deal, if we were just selling into one deal, we did upsell and cross-sell. If we were selling at a lower value, we sold at a higher value. And then there were the usual cynics who said, well, customers would have asked discounts. He said, That's why we played in volumes. What we did as a 10% net new revenue the previous year, this year we went above 21%, which means of the 100 dollar revenue for example if we did hundred dollars in one year the previous year we had just ten dollars emanating out of net new customers this year we played the volume game and we reached out to newer customers and therefore what was ten dollars became twenty one dollars and so when we had new revenue along with some of the existing old long sales cycle accounts a plus B, we exited the year at 27%. Not just that, this mindset of being positive, this mindset, this is a growth mindset, we just did not keep it to ourselves. Each of the team leads and their teams and the every single individual contributor in the field, on the floor, had the same mindset. And getting that point across was the challenge that we had in front of us. And so we broke down the mental barrier of things not happening and finding 50,000 reasons for something to not work. We broke down that mindset and switched to 
finding those 10 things to make it work. And that was the aha moment. In our lives, we spent so much of time trying to tear down a situation and find all the problem statements as to why this will not work. And, and sometimes that masquerades as intelligence or sharpness, whereas sometimes you just need to be plain, bold, positive. Even if that does not make sense to you at that point in time, you unlimit the potential or stop yourself from giving it 100%. You just let go. You be unstoppable. And so once you open the door of potential yourself, you achieve more than what you had thought you would. You get to a place where you never thought you'd ever be. And so much of it is in your control. Do what is in your control. What is not in your control is not something that you worry about anyways. What is in your control, you max that part out. And since that year, that team not just broke sales records, but some of these sales managers and the sales reps on that team went on to become you know, the top sales talent, not just in that company, but in other companies became top leaders, won awards and recognition and so on and so forth. So this was a great success story in which the whole sales unit made the most out of a difficult situation where they had failed the previous year. They turned around the failure into super success by being unstoppable themselves, by not restricting their mind. And so in the end, let me leave you with a learning that I had. We live in a cynical world, friends, and so often you will hear seeing is believing. If you don't see it, you have to see it first to believe it, right? But if you ask me, my two cents to this is believe it to see it. You have to invest time to believe. And once you have 100% belief, you will start to see the results. It helps you open your mind, make yourself unstoppable to things that you can achieve that you had never thought before, that doubts will stop you from achieving what you really want to do. So sometimes believe in yourself, believe in somebody's idea, believe in somebody's suggestion, what, whatever that might be. And once you're convinced, go at it with full vigor and energy, 100%, no looking back. There's no half measures. So believe it to see the true potential of your mind. So the next time you're in a business review, what's your forecast going to be? Well, that's all for now. I hope you had a good time listening as much as I had sharing these thoughts. And if you did, do tune in to the other episodes of Bus Talk. Yes, you could share them on Facebook or Twitter and with especially those who might appreciate similar content. And if you need to talk to me or reach out to me, you can use the Twitter handle hashtag Gyanban, spelled as G-Y-A-N-B-A-N, one word, or 
email me on gyanban at gmail.com again spelled as g-y-a-n-b-a-n-n be sure to tune in next week there is a fascinating episode coming up for you till we meet again stay safe be well and bring your a-game to work ciao Thank you.